Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snack Situation. It's the hottest podcast in podcasting. We are your hosts. <laughs> Matt, the weird thing about being in your kitchen right now, Matt, is that I can see you turn away in disgust when I don't have my opening patter down. That was that, that wasn't you're real, disgust. You're a real asshole. That wasn't disgust. That was a form of delight. Well, uh, it is snack situation. This is the show where uh, me, Chris Sims, and uh, my co-host, Mr. Matt Wilson, we try snacks. And we put ourselves in this situation... Of ranking them against each other, although I do not have the rankings written down with me right now. Well, it's pretty much everything's below popcorn at the moment. Everything's below popcorn. Uh, so we've done. Uh... Hi, welcome to this subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection, for you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Is this our first post-Chinese snacks one? Yeah. So far, we've only done Chinese snack bag part one, Chinese snack bag part two, and that is how they are ranked right now. Popcorn, Chinese snack bag part one, Chinese snack bag part two. Right. So uh, it is a special occasion. Uh, we are recording this on the day of the Garfield Gathering Collector Convention, G2C2, That's GarfCon. Right. Uh, hashtag this is not normal. Uh, and we are all together in the same place. And I say we are all because it's not just me, it's not just Matt. We have a very special guest uh, from this week's episode of War Rocket Ajax as well. Daniel Kibblesmith is here. Hi everybody, I'm in the kitchen now. Uh, Daniel, you're the first guest we've uh, we've ever had on a snack situation. Is that true? Oh we, man, this is an honor. We've only we, we had two episodes. We had Jay Gonzo <laughs> do a snack situation with us on Movie Fighters. Yes, and he's the only guest we've ever had on Movie Fighters. Uh, we're hoping to get Randall Trang on Movie Fighters at some point to talk about his movie. Yeah, which is available on Amazon Prime now. Uh, so maybe we'll do that in the next month or two. I, but I think that sounds like a movie, like a movie fighters guest star. I think I'm the first one. Yeah, I'm gonna own. I'm gonna own this. I'm a huge fan of the snack situation segment. You're only the if, if people are talking about the movie fighters podcast feed, which is where you can find this podcast. Uh, you're the second guest we've ever had Woo! in the years of doing the show. Yeah. Only you and Jake Gonzo. Uh, now, well, Daniel, r- real quick, what's your favorite snack? Uh, my favorite snack, um, is probably peanut butter right out of the jar. Uh, that's like my go-to sort of astronaut food breakfast, uh, if I'm in a hurry, uh, getting out of the house, or if, uh, it's bedtime and I've had a bad day and I just want something nice to happen, uh, then I'll eat a spoonful of peanut butter right out of the jar. So as that translates to, like, the world of candy, I've been eating a lot of frozen Reese's Pieces lately. Sure. Um, I'll buy a box and What'd I'll you call eat, it? like... Oh, 
I called them Reese's Pieces. Okay. Because, you know, Matt, there's a way Matt doesn't like. <laughs> I'm well aware. As a Snack Situation fan, uh, I, I know exactly where the third rail is. <laughs> so, uh, Can I just say it's uh, fucking madness that you eat peanut butter straight from a jar. Is it? Uh, that's that's uh, Marlene also does I it. I thought this was fairly common. Marlene does it all the time. And I tell her, put that on something. <laughs> like, Aiden uh, does a thing where she'll like just like literally get like a handful of semi-sweet chocolate chips, throw them in a little like a ramekin, and then like get a spoonful of peanut butter and mix it up and like eat that. I've done that before. And I'm like, I mean, it, like I know in my head it's fine, but it's, it's like, don't, it's, like it's don't, chaos. Yeah, it's chaos. The people at home can't tell. You looked, you looked right in my eyes as I was telling you that, and I thought we were having a moment because this is something that, like, oh, I also grew up no, doing that. No, <laughs> put, put it on a cracker at the very least. Uh, so here's what we're doing on the show this week. If we were or smart, we would have month. a fan of lasagna right now. Sure, sure. I, mean, I don't know that the Garfield gathering necessarily even had lasagna. They had a couple of meals. They had lasagna last night. Is that when it was? Yeah. They had a lasagna dinner on Friday night. Tonight they were having a pizza dinner. The banquet, yeah, and uh, and ice cream. Uh, yeah, if we if we had thought ahead, super on brand, we could have made a lasagna. But that's that would be verging toward meal situation. Yeah, we have not had the talk, and and a lot of people have uh, mentioned Mike and Tommy snacks uh, to me over the course of uh, I'm, I'm aware situation. of that podcast. They have a discussion early on in their podcast, which I listened to like maybe like ten or fifteen episodes of. A while back, they have a discussion on what constitutes a snack. And at one point, uh, I think it is uh, Mike says, uh, "I would con- or, no, it's 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 uh, it's Mike Leon Black." So yeah, yeah, he says, "I would consider a bowl of soup to be a snack." And Tom goes, "Fuck you," <laughs> which I fully agree with. I'm totally on Tom's side yeah. on that. A bowl of soup is neither a snack nor a meal; it's a punishment. <laughs> I for, are you not a do you do you have those Dylan Todd soup views, Matt? I do. I hate soup. Soup's good. Soup is a drink that you pretend is a food. It is. If you don't like it, I could see how it's like you spilled hot water in food. I do like it, but I'm playing. I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. A drink. You don't like hot drinks. I don't like hot drinks. You don't like hot liquids. I'm not a fan. You're not on the construction site with your thermos full of soup like no, we all do. That's, no. I cannot imagine living a life where I'm like, I don't enjoy hot liquid <laughs> Look, of any kind. I just don't, I, the, the, think, the thought process of this food is good, but what if it was swimming in like hot water? Mm-hmm. It would be better then if it was wet and soggy. I want a preview of what it looks like in my tummy. Yeah. What's what's the what's the point of making food more soggy? I think I'm ruining soup for myself. Can I ask you a quick question? <laughs> what do you eat when you're sick? What do you what do you crave? Like when you got a cold? Just like toast, peanut butter toast. You don't want anything like hearty. I don't want soup. I might like I draw the line at like tomato soup is okay. And That's just hot ketchup. <laughs> That's because you like fucking ketchup. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> Tomato soup is okay with a grilled cheese sandwich, and, uh, and, and and then it's just like a dipping sauce, really. And I don't mind like chicken noodle, but that's even that's getting. You're not like, going out of your way to order this the, stuff. When I'm eating when I'm eating chicken noodle soup, I'm just like I could be eating just fucking chicken, and that would be delicious instead of this wet chicken. What are your thoughts on chili? Chili's all right. Because it's like... Chili's in that middle space. Do you differentiate between soups and stews? 
A stew is something different, yeah. Yeah. But do you like stew? Some. Brunswick stew is okay. Cook this fucking barbecue. <laughs> you, Matt, I believe you have previously described yourself as being a picky eater. Yeah. Yeah. In your 30s now, man. Turn all that go. You can't make me like soup. It's a lot weirder to I'm make a point it. of liking soup as soon as you turn 30. Soup situation <laughs> is coming, everybody. But soup is not a snack. What do we have, Matt? Okay, so we were feeling celebratory after GarfCon. <laughs> so we went yeah. to the place of celebration. World Market. Target. Well, first we were to Target. Target. So, okay, so we were feeling celebratory. We went to Target. Uh, we bought some of the things we necessarily needed at Target. And I, wonder of wonders, found a Nintendo Switch at Target. Uh, and because we were really feeling great after Target, we saw that World Market was in the shopping center over near it. And we were like, hey, let's go get some snacks at World Market. Yeah, uh, I will say Luke Hare gave us some uh, snacks that he brought back from a trip to Vietnam, continuing our international snacks. But I did leave them at my apartment when I drove to Asheville because I drove here at 3 o'clock in the morning. We will do those eventually. Eventually. Uh, we next, have our next month's We, we have a plan out. for yeah. July. We've got a very patriotic uh, snack situation planned out. I don't want to do it. It's America. I really don't want to do it. But we, because it's the international month of June, uh, what we did was... <laughs> As it is known. I gotta say, do you know the end of Magic Mike XXL when all I do is win is blaring? That I feel like, and they do like the montage and they're like on the boardwalk at Myrtle Beach and there's like fireworks going off and everybody's happy because they've like rejected toxic masculinity and they've like embraced the idea of like... Of, of what it like what women need to see and and all that that's what I feel like in my head that was us going to Target and then the world market today coming out of the Garfield convention in our Garfield con shirts over the shirts we were previously wearing because we just put them on in the lobby of the hotel like just DJ Khaled playing as we montaged it up it feels like it was a hundred years all ago we did. so we all we, we did was win. all we did was win so we we picked up an assortment of candy bars from World Market, and also uh, some beverages. Yeah. Um, we have uh, some Bundaberg ginger beer. That is a, no, that is a product of Australia. That's right. Uh, we have the original Green River, uh, which is caffeine-free since 1919. Um, that is uh, a suggestion from, from Daniel, because that is a Chicago original uh, soda. In fact, Daniel, you described it as your cheer wine. Yeah, this is if, if I had to come up, and uh, I didn't grow up drinking a lot of Green River, but it was always really exciting when you go to a restaurant that had it, because uh, it's bright green, and it looks really cool in a glass, uh, especially if you're a little kid in the 90s. Is it? Well, I, my assumption is that this is named after the Chicago River being dyed green on Saturday. <laughs> I wish I knew. Like, it fills me with this sort of nostalgia, but I never actually, like, went back and did the research on, like, why it's a Chicago thing and like its origins. I just know it's a real old timey soda. Yeah, it's that's nearly, hard to get places. It's nearly 100 years old. Um, founded in 1919. Um, Cheerwine celebrating its 100th anniversary this year. Yeah, it's the Southern Legend. It's the Southern Legend. It's born um, in the South. So we have the rest of our assortment of candy bars here in the Garfield lunch pail, lunch pan. Lunch bowl. It's a cat dish. That I bought, it's a cat dish uh, that I bought. We have a lion bar. We have a coffee crisp. We have a bounty, which seems to be kind of like a, a mounds bar. 
It's uh, coconut. It's of coconut. Some, of some kind. Yeah. We have a uh, an international Mars bar, uh, which when I was in Scotland, I never had occasion to try a fried Mars bar, which I regret to this day. And then we have a Nestle Drifter bar. Yeah, and these were picked. Uh, these are specifically... European candy bars. So this is a European Mars bar. Everything else, I believe, is Lion might be uh, Lion. Lion, I want to say, is British. Lion, I believe, is British. I There's think... a fish and chips place that'll deep fry them uh, in in Little Britain in New York City, which I think is just two businesses I, next deep, door to each other. Deep fried Mars bars are a big Scotland thing. Uh, I don't know where Mars is actually made. This uh, seems to be in like Polish. Here's the thing. Check the URL they give you, because uh, this one has a .co.uk, so Lion is British. Uh, Coffee Crisp, I believe, is also ah, British. This Mars was made in Poland, for Mars Poland. Interesting. I will say this Lion bar has a Americanized nutrition sticker over the old nutrition pack, so you can't see where it would say uh, energy instead of calories. Yeah. yeah. The Coffee Crisp is Canadian. This so is, that's, that's some kind of legal thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Where they have to do this to sell it at World Market. Uh, Drifter here is uh, also from the UK. So, so and, and Bounty is uh, made in the Netherlands. Yeah. Popular in Europe. I, I first uh, I first saw it on uh, Twitter as the punchline to a joke about that guy who said he was placing a bounty on his own head. I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if we wanted, if we wanted, we could get uh, some some wafer bars if we want to add it to the mix. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't turn down a, uh, a Tunnox Right now. Caramel bar. Now that is a movie fight. This is a previously established snack situation favorite. Yeah. Also, um, we should say these are, real. These are just in my house. I just have them <laughs> in my house all the time. They're delicious. This is just part of the lifestyle. They're fantastic. Uh, we should say a quick shout out to Elizabeth uh, at World Market who uh, asked us to write down the name of our podcast. She apparently does uh, Loot Crate unboxing videos. So, uh, lootcrate.com slash Ajax. Use the coupon code warrockandajax. If it's still active, no idea. I think it's still active, uh, but we don't get ad copy from them anymore. We don't get ad copy, uh, but if you buy enough subscriptions, we might get some money. All right, so here's what I'm thinking uh, for, for the taste test We could scenario. do an alphabetical. Well, I think we should start with a drink. Mm, okay. And, and have, have it as a palate cleanser while we're eating the candy bar. Then we'll do the other drink at the end. Let's start with the ginger beer. Do you want to start with ginger beer and not the green river? Let's start with the ginger beer because okay. there's more of it. Fair. Um, and it's always cloudy in a bottle of good old-fashioned ginger beer. Hold this bottle to the light and you'll see it's, feel, full, see it's full of real ginger pieces, traditionally brewed uh, to a genuine old recipe to release the natural flavors of ginger. Now, this is Bundaberg. Uh, Australian. I am a fan of their root beer, but I am not a ginger beer drinker. Uh, the sort of... I like ginger ale a lot, but the uh, the word ginger beer often scares me away. Is it that it's stronger, that the ginger component is stronger? I, I end up like, liking these it's just beer. It's just I've the never in really it. had it, you know? It's just the beer. Just the word it. beer. I know you're fine with root beer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of ginger drinks, too, so. All right, we're all going to try the Bundaberg right now. All right. Ooh, it smells delicious. We go Cheers. Cheers, mates. We don't get to do this ever. Oh, that's quite that's good. pretty good. That's, that's crisp. quite good. I'm into it. 
there's definitely a ginger flavor. I can tell that there are pieces of ginger in this, but it's not overwhelming, and uh, it, it tastes tastes good. Now, if anything, I'm disappointed that it's not stronger because I like the the hardcore ginger drinks. Um, I think that I've had like a, maybe the Reeds is a little stronger, but possibly artificially so. Let me tell you something. While you're in the South, if you want to get fucking knocked on your ass, get yourself some Blenheim. Blenheim's Never heard of it. It's the it's okay. It's marketed as ginger ale. Um, I believe it is also motor oil. It's thick biscuits. Well, it's like it's acidic, is what it is. It's like. It's it's a hard drink to choke down. All right, so if we're gonna go in alphabetical order on these candy bars, uh, Bounty Bounty would be number one. Bounty is our start. Yeah, and I'm curious about all these because I've had a Coffee Crisp before. I've uh, had a Lion Bar before. Bounty, I'm looking at Bounty, and it looks like a fake candy bar to me. It does. We it photoshopped it at their house. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> looks like a like it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, like this is like the candy bar that they'd be eating in a Quentin Tarantino movie. All yeah, right. we, we don't have to clink candy bars. We, can nah, we could. Cool art. Oh, I don't even have mine out yet. You assholes. Okay, there we go. There's some like real chewy coconut in this. It is. A Mounds Bar. Yep. I'd say it's slightly better than a Mounds Bar. You think that's a uh, real sugar versus corn syrup? Yeah. I feel like the coconut in Mounds bars often feels fakey. This is very clearly real coconut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the chocolate is like European chocolate, mm-hmm. which I love. That was our rule. With the European candy, the candy is worse, the chocolate is better. That is what we have heard. And that's what we've experienced. I like the bounty a lot. Yeah. By, the end, by the end, uh, once the chocolate was out of the way, I'm talking about like finishing notes and stuff, the coconut did feel more real. There's a real chewy like chewier texture, yeah. yeah. Bounty's real good. Bounty's real good. Good, good with bounty. Okay. Litter grade? A. A, really? I'd say a. plus. B plus. B plus? It depends on your love of coconut. I'm in a B plus, too. I, I go back and forth on coconut, but I like that. Okay. Uh, now we're on to coffee crisp. Mm-hmm. The coffee crisp I've had before. Uh, I'm always a little, a little wary of coffee flavored candies. The coffee uh, Tim Tams that we had were probably my least favorite of the Tim Tams. Mm. This is a, this is a thick bar. This is a solid too. bar. Yeah. That man is struggling. Can't, that can't break it. <laughs> Thanks. I had to turn it the other way. <laughs> Yeah, this is a big foamy brick with like a little wafer striation inside. Are you giving me the bigger piece? Thank you, Ab. All right, here we go. That's good. That is very tasty. Yep. Not overwhelmed by the coffee at all. Just a little bit of hint of coffee. Texturally, it's a uh, it's a nutty bar. It's exactly a nutty bar, but like yeah. the more chocolate wafer. A lot of wafer in this. A lot of wafer. It's real good. It's like it's. That's gonna be like three distinct wafers in there. I love a good wafer bar. I know you do. Or like a million. It could be like a meal foil. Like I'm looking at it now, trying to figure out how many layers of wafer I'm dealing with. But it's real good. Wanna hit this ginger beer? Take pause for the calls. Have a ginger beer for the working man. This episode has a lot of chewing in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking snack situation. <laughs> it's literally the podcast where we eat shit. All right. Up next, we got the drifter. The best candy bar name of all time. Like this, this candy bar goes from town to town. 
Talk about Elias Samson, the candy bar. Son, is your mama home? All right, this one's this one's two. Oh, it's, it's like a twist oh, like style. Oh, this is basically just a Twix. Yeah, this does look like a, like a Twix. It broke like one with the caramel stretching. Yeah, it's a fucking Twix. <laughs> it works. Not as cookie, more wafer than cookie. More wafer. Other than that, it's just a Twix. Yeah, yep. Thinner, dustier inside than no, we the solid cookie. We didn't, we didn't give coffee crisp mm. uh Letter grade. Solid A. Oh, yeah. Solid A. Now, that one I would do a B plus. Hmm. This, C. Yeah. yeah, B minus, C plus. I'm going to give it a C. C sounds about right. It's Drifter's fine. all right, but not great. This is the first one I'm not finishing. Sorry, Drifter. No wonder they keep kicking you out of town. <laughs> it's got to, yeah, it's trying to, trying to land. All right, up next we have the Lion Bar. Now, my understanding of Lion is that it is Snickers-esque. And but, it, but it's got some puffed rice in there. It's not, uh, it's a little messy looking, mm-hmm. kind of like a Baby Ruth. Yeah. But instead of peanuts, yeah, it looks like puffed rice. No, I've only had a Lion Bar deep fried, so I've never seen one before. This is gooey. All right. Thanks, Matt. I, rem- I believe a Lion uh, has a good gooey crunch to it, but we'll see. Okay, here we go. I think it was off the mark about this being like a Snickers riff. I think this is all puffed rice and caramel. Mm. Mm. This might be my favorite. This is substantial. This is good. This is good. I like a good puffed rice cake. This is a lot going on because this is wafer, caramel, puffed rice, and a chocolate coating. Yeah. I can't think of an immediate American analog to this either. Mm. Like, it doesn't feel like uh, their version of a Twix or their version of a Mounds. No, it's. If we had peanuts, it would have everything. It's like adding wafers and caramel to a crunch bar. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Lion's pretty good. Lion is good. All right, let's hit this ginger beer again. <laughs> Send that ginger beer down to one, two, three, gimmick street. Alright, up next we got the Mars bar. I'm not a fan of American Mars. I don't think I've ever had one. European Mars is very different. Very different, really. Yeah. Now, is it still manufactured by the M&M Mars Corporation? It's just Mars. It's not M&M. This is made in Poland for Mars Polska. Whoa. They don't have those anthropomorphic little bastards over there meeting Santa Claus and... I think there are. Hey, why does Santa Claus not think the fucking M&Ms exist? They do exist. Yeah, why is he surprised? And then he dies? Possibly? In that commercial, he fakes. I never met the guy. <laughs> well, you met him last year, you piece All right, of shit. that is, by look, that is the... That looks like a Snickers. Yeah. That is the... Three the ideal of a candy bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think candy bar, that's what that, that is. That is the shape and, and look of when you think of candy bar. Fairly uniform, a little drizzly on the top. Yep. You got, a little piece. We got some caramel in there. Some caramel. What is that, nougat? It looks like nougat. Is a Mars a Three Musketeers with caramel? Is that what I've been missing out on all these years? I think it's a Snickers without the oh, peanuts. Oh, that's a better description. <laughs> It's fine. Good. It's fine. It's like a Milky Way. Yeah. Yeah. People like Milky Way. I like Milky Way. It, it's Milky Way darks. 
What about Midnight? I prefer that's pretty good. This tastes, this tastes exactly like the Milky Way. Milky Way Midnight is uh, Aiden's candy of choice. Okay. Believe it or not, I'm not like a big uh, big candy bar guy, generally speaking. I will never eat an entire candy bar, but if there are candy bars in the office, it will eat the equivalent of like five candy bars that day. I'll just keep, keep grabbing them as I walk by. What's your uh, What's your favorite? What's your go-to? Um, again, anything, anything Reese's related. So with those bowls, I can usually get the mini peanut butter cups. And that is Obviously, such like a good distribution. Yeah. Such a good distribution for that product. I enjoy the full-size peanut butter cups. Because there's more peanut butter. Sorry. <laughs> this is to be expected. Because there's more peanut butter. Uh, but the minis, the, there's nothing wrong with the minis. Nothing wrong at all. All right. We can eat the Tunnix or not. We've done Tunnix on a movie fighter snack situation. I think we can hold off on those. I am all candied out. These are my gift to you. Hey. Oh, thanks, man. Um, all right. So now we're gonna do Green River. Mm-hmm. Let's crack this guy. All right, let me let me polish off this ginger beer. Is that a twist off? Or is that gonna require a bottle opener? Now I believe it requires a bottle opener. All right. Or I'm a very weak man. Let me see this guy. Let's hope we never find out. I'm also weak, <laughs> but I think this is a twist off. But it is, it's on there. Pretty good. All right. Hey, we write comic books, we all, so it's kind of hard for us to open bottles. We all loosened it up for Matt's bottle opener. I think it was it required bottle opener. Okay. So this is the Pride of Chicago. Wait, where did I put my glass? There it is. CM Green River. This is it. Uh, a a well, sort of with lots of history that uh, I do not know, but uh, I'm a big fan of. I just burped really loud, and I don't know if the mic caught it, but I I, I got I had like caramel in the back of my throat, and I went. When I was trying to talk a minute, so. <laughs> yeah, got it. Like and I said a bunch of like really weird political stuff that they edited out. So, you know me, a lot, a lot of libertarian politics. Hey, that's that's how I take, take regulation out of candy. <laughs> there shouldn't be doctors. I'll explain it all on Twitter. There's a, there's a lot about the European nanny state. <laughs> as we read these European candy bars. All right, so. Interesting tidbit. Um, this is Green River, somehow related to Chicago. We are about twenty miles away from an actual river called Green River. In in North there's Carolina. another Green River that is a tributary of the Colorado, out west. I don't think this relates to either. I Google Green no River clue. to see. Okay. That's all. No clue. But it is. That's extremely green. It's bright it's green. green. It is like cartoon green. Yeah, it's this looks so like cool. we're gonna turn into. Fucking Mr. Hyde yeah. in a second. This is some Secret of the Ooze shit right here. Yeah. Which it's, animal do you want to be, Daniel? Which animal? Yeah. Did you say? Oh, uh, I, I, off, I said animal. I did not say animal. Animal? <laughs> off the top of my head, I'm going to say armadillo. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Subtle flavor. Yeah. It's Much more subtle than I expected for being. Neon ooze green. Like, take a picture of this. Because it's not like, it's not expressly lime or anything. It's just a sweet soda flavor that's like kind of hard to pin down. It definitely feels like a a formula of soda that hasn't changed. No, it is familiar to me. Uh, Here's the story from the back. It is lime based. Okay. Um, uh, As prohibition was established in 1919, Green River Soda was introduced to the world. The lime-based soda, with its vivid green color, was an immediate hit. Today, we celebrate Green River's rich history! <laughs> Is that caps lock? Exclamation mark. <laughs> um, 
very few ingredients, triple, triple filtered carbonated water, sugar, natural flavors, natural lime and lemon flavors, citric acid, sodium benzoate, and potassium sorbate as preservative. That sounds about right. Keeping it a little mysterious. Is it natural colors? Style. There's no way that's a natural color. No, no, color. no. It's yellow five and blue one. Yeah. yeah. That, that <laughs> makes more sense. sense. <laughs> I feel like uh, my bodily fluids are going to be this color. <laughs> it wears off after about two there's years. A, there's a liminess to it, but it's like, it's so subtle. There's a liminess to a lot of this stuff. <laughs> Uncalled for. <laughs> it's uncalled. Is like limey offensive? No, no. I I don't know. There's oh. a movie <laughs> with me out China, Terrence Stamp. That's right. Uh, I look yeah, my back. brother. The limey has the best commentary track of any movie ever. Yeah, who's on it? No joke. It's an argument between no Steven Soderbergh and the screenwriter, and he's so mad at him. Yeah, because huh. Steven Soderbergh changed a lot from the screenplay. And the screenwriter is mad about all the changes. And got credit for every good decision that the writer yeah, yeah. made. Yeah, it's a, it's a great commentary track. So the only co- better commentary track is to uh, Blood Simple because it's all fake. What about the commentary track to Batman the movie, which is Adam West and Burt Ward? And by the end of it, Burt Ward's just calling Adam West Batman. I mean, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's HQC. Uh, there's also a great commentary track to Total Recall. Where Paul Verhoeven and Arnold Schwarzenegger just tell you what's happening on the screen at that moment. Yeah, that sounds about right. Isn't there one with like which one has um? Isn't there one with like Gus Van Zandt and Ben Affleck, and they're clearly drinking? It's like Goodwill Hunting. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Also, I would say maybe the best commentary track ever is the Movie Fighters uh, commentary track for Die Hard. That's up That's there. the War Rocket Ajax commentary mm. track. Oh, that's right, because it's, uh, it's on Ajax. It was a Christmas special. Christmas. That and Gremlins were both. Ajax episode. I think this year we reenact Love Actually from memory <laughs> as an audio play. You guys have fun with that. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm a fucking asshole and I'm gonna go to America. Okay, and this that guy's part, not an asshole. I hate that guy. That guy's totally fine. That guy? I hate him. Totally fine. He goes and meets January Jones. That's true. You know about In Milwaukee. You know, Matt, I was at I was at a, I was at a party tonight, and I realized that Christmas was the time that you should be with your loved ones. And I realized that my loved ones is you. There's a lot of a lot of body shaming that Bill Nighy does in that movie. There's a lot of there's like a lot of body shaming in general. A lot of body shaming. Period. The whole the whole sequence with the the. Colin Firth? Or is it Colin Firth? The Colin Firth sequence is really sweet. Oh, well, the Colin Firth sequence has a... Yes! No, at the end, when the with other the sister. sister... That shit's pretty rough. That shit's rough? What love, actually? It, it's, it's, it's a fucking snake, man. You're having a good time, and then love actually turns on you in a heartbeat. This has become a broader referendum on the British exports. Yeah, uh, so... so <laughs> it's, we, got, we got all our movie content in here. So, do we want to rank all this together? I think we should do them individually because they are distinct units. I mean, but we did do all the Chinese ones together. Should we just do Euro snacks as a? I think we're gonna call these Euro candy bars. Do what do we want to do about the drinks? Let's rank the drinks individually. Okay. Um, all right. So I think all of these. Here's my here's my ranking. Let me tell you, tell you what we agree since we only really have like three things on the list right now. Yep. Nothing has beat popcorn. 
I would agree that nothing is beat popcorn. Uh, directly under popcorn? Very close, I would say, is Bundaberg ginger beer. I will be purchasing that in the future. You don't think that Coffee Crisp is better? No. Well, we're ranking them all as one. Oh, that's right. You're right, you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. Mm. So, Bundaberg, ginger beer. Yep. Uh, then, Euro candy bars. Then, Green River. Then, Chinese, then Chinese snacks, snacks one. one. Then, Chinese snacks two. Okay. Yes. I, do, do, gentlemen, that. do you agree? As fond as I am of Green River, I would absolutely buy and drink the ginger beer more often. Yeah. I think identifying this as your cheer wine mm-hmm. set me up for disappointment. Because let me tell you, my friend, I have had cheer wine today. <laughs> I had cheer wine this morning. Yeah. Matt, Sundrop, better or worse than cheer wine? You, you are a Sundrop drinker. Oh, better. You think Sundrop's better? Yeah. Um, Sundrop is orange? Is that a local orange? Sundrop is, is lemon lime. Okay. It's it's sort of like Mountain Dew, but it's better than Mountain Dew. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, that I think. Do we want to have some more some more Bundaberg? Uh, look, we've got some good uh, Rikers playing. <laughs> We're watching uh, some episodes of Rikers. There is a log on the Riker fire burning in the background of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We got Riker going. Somebody's playing piano. So uh, I guess they're in cowboy times. Uh, yeah, I believe the episode we are watching is A Fistful of Datas. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, th- I think we're going to just relax a little bit, get some, uh, get to have a little bit of ginger beer. Um, yeah, a solid, uh, solid snack episode. A lot of good movie talk. Solid snack sitch. Um, we're going to do a movie soon, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, we meant to do one this month, didn't. Well, we, we were thinking about doing one at Heroes Con, and time just did not work out that way. Yeah. Also, also, also Matt was a little mad. I wasn't mad. You were a little mad. What was I mad about? During our last recording. Oh, I was... Well, <laughs> I wasn't mad. I was mad that the people were being loud. Yeah. Uh, I hope nobody thought I was being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's going to do it for Snack Situation. Um, check us out on moviefighters.tumblr.com. Uh, moviefightercast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll, be, we'll hopefully have a movie episode coming to you soon. Very patriotic Snack Situation episode coming oh, to you I in don't July. Do it. I don't. I can't wait. And I think that's it. So yeah, Shout out to Elizabeth. So, uh, shout out to Elizabeth at World Market. And to everybody else. And Elizabeth, we love you. Keep on snacking. <laughs> Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection, for you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new ciabatta collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. Italian ciabatta with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection, for you complete the ciabatta collection. Thank you. Get them before they're gone at Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants.